0: Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnu Brock And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888 8, 2414. This is Learning with Leslie. today's episode, episode 229, I'm going to be talking about 10 blog branding lessons that I learned from Planet Fitness. You know, over the last two months, I've been focusing on more on my health with diet and exercise, and the gym that I decided to go to was Planet Fitness. And while working out there, I've been really observing how they do their branding. And I realized that there is so much that we can learn as we build our blogs, on how we can take our blog branding to the next level. So I'm gonna share those lessons with you so that while I work on those branding lessons from my own blog, you can do the same and take your blog to higher heights. Blog branding, that is what we're gonna be talking about today. Yes, indeed, there is so much that I have learned over the last two months from going to Planet Fitness. You wouldn't think that you'd go to a gym and learn about branding, but that's exactly what has happened over the last two months for me, and I'm so excited to share these things with you because I'm excited to implement these things in my blogging business because I know it will help me to take things to the level, so I figure, to the next level, so I figure, hey, you know, you can benefit from this too, so why not share it with you? Whatever I learn, I like to teach, because it could help somebody else. So let's talk about that, and before we get into that, just a quick announcement. I am going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina, um, from September 15th to uh, September 20th. This is a last minute thing that just happened. I'm gonna be going to the Digital Collab Conference and FinCon, and I'm excited. That's the Financial Blogger Conference, and I'm very excited about that. If for some reason you are going to be there as well, make sure to let me know. Come back to this episode. This is episode 229, so becomeablogger.com slash 229 and let me know. Or if you live in the area and you'd like to get together, let me know. I always like to meet up with people when I travel to these different events. So that's it in terms of announcements for now. Now let's talk about this concept of branding, because it's so important to have effective branding with your blog, for your blog. Oh, wait, wait, one more announcement. Sorry, before I go into that, I am live on Blab as I'm recording this, and if you are not on Blab as yet, I want to encourage you to check out Blab.im. That's B-L-A-B dot I-M. And this is the first p- actual podcast episode, solo episode, that I'm recording live on Blab. And there are people in the room that are interacting. We have Jed, we have Gilbert, we have Naomi, Jim, Chris. We have a number of people that are on here um, just interacting with me. So if you'd like to do that, Blab.im and search for me, I am Leslie Samuel on there. That shouldn't be too hard for you to remember, right? And of course, I'll have links to that in the show notes for this episode. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about this concept of blog branding. The question is this. Do you have clear and efficient branding for your blog? Is that something that has been on your priority list for some reason? If it's not for some reason, you need to move it on your priority list, and that's what we're gonna be talking about. Over the last two months, I've been working out because you know I, I want to get in shape. You know, when you work from home, um, it's so easy to be sitting down all day and just you know typing away at your computer, not getting up, not walking around. And I realize that hey, if I continue doing this. In a few months or in a few years, I'm going to be so out of shape and it's going to sneak up on me. And I noticed it was sneaking up on me. So I said, you know what, I'm going to make this much more of a priority. And 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 that's what I did. So a friend and I, we committed together. We are going to start going to the gym. And that's exactly what we started doing. And... I, I'm, first of all, I'm enjoying it. I'm seeing the difference that it's making. I'm feeling the difference that it's making. Um, and this is not a health and fitness podcast, but I just got to comment on that because I think that is so um, crucial and it's so important for those of us that work from home, especially those of us that work from home or those of us that work in an office and we're constantly sitting. So we made this decision that we're going to go to Planet Fitness. And when I went there, quite frankly, I was blown away with their branding. There's so many things that they did um, that, w- that was just different from anything else that I've seen that it stood out to me. Number one, it stood out to me. Number two, it made me feel welcome there. And num- number three, it just it straight up impressed me because to be able to have that kind of branding is something that I really wanted for my business. And I remember the first day I went there with my friend, I remember telling him at the end uh, of our first workout session, this is what I want. And he was like, what are you talking about? I said, look at their branding. This is what I want for my blog. So I'm working out, but I'm learning about branding, and I want to share that with you. So the question is, why is branding um, so important? And even before that, what is branding? When you think about branding, what do you think? Well, when I think about branding, this is what I think. I think when someone thinks about your blog, when someone thinks about your business, what comes to their mind? That is branding. Now, I went on Wikipedia because I love me some Wikipedia, and um, I searched for branding, and I searched for brand identity and so on, and this is something that I saw on Wikipedia, and it says a brand's visual identity is the overall look of its communications. Once again, it's the overall look of its communications. Effective visual brand identity is achieved by the consistent, pay attention to that word, consistent use of particular visual elements to create, and here's this word, distinction. Consistent use of particular visual elements to create a distinction, such as specific fonts, Colors and graphical elements and when I saw that when I saw that uh, description, I thought to myself, "Yes, that's part of it, and I love what it says. I love that it's using um, the words consistent and Distinction, because that's such a very important part of branding. Um, But I think, and I would like to propose that branding goes beyond just the visual elements. It goes beyond that, and it extends to other aspects um, that contain, you know, philosophical, emotional, and in some case, some cases even spiritual elements. And 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 those things create distinction. All right, so branding is important because you want when someone thinks, you know, I want when someone thinks about learning with Leslie or when they think about become a blogger, that they have something specific in mind. I want them to think that this is a blog, this is a guy, this is a business, this is a brand that is passionate about helping people realize that they can change the world by creating content, by putting it out there, by inspiring others, and by affecting one person's life, you've changed the world. If you can bring about change in one life, you've changed the world. And I want people to think about that, and I want people I want that to be a part of my branding. So I figure, of course, I need to look at some of these lessons and implement them. So why is this branding thing so important? We know what branding is, but why is it so important? Well, when you think about memorable brands, when you think about you know the coca colas of the world, the planet fitnesses of the world the the Pepsi the, why is it coca cola and Pepsi coming to my mind i don 't know but big companies apple, when you think about facebook, when you think about these companies, they are specific things that come to mind, right? It could be a logo, it could be specific colors, it could be some other features, it could be a a philosophy that they stand for. There are specific things that come to mind, and that is why branding is so important. That is why brand identity is such a crucial thing, and, and it's something that we overlook quite often. It makes you memorable. You want to be memorable. I don't care what your blog is about. I don't care um, what your mission is. I don't care what you're passionate about. You want that when people think about your brand, you want that when people think about you, it's memorable. All right? Makes sense, right? If it makes sense, and if you're in the room right now, go ahead and type yes. I want, to, <laughs> I want to get some feedback. Hey, if we're live on Blab, we might as well be getting some feedback. Does that make sense? Eric says yes. Eileen says yes. Modern WebKit says yes. Paul Leary says yup. Yup. Not just yep. Not just yes, but yup. And that stood out. (laughs) All right. So obviously, and we have a number of yeses coming in. Thank you all for engaging and thank you for interacting. Man, Blab.im, I got to tell you, if you're just listening to this, Blab.im, come on there, follow me. I want to engage with you guys because this takes this whole podcasting thing to the next level. Okay. So branding, we know what it is. We know why it's important. So now, let 's talk about these lessons and hello to Kim Reynolds in the room. Glad to have you there let 's talk about these branding uh lessons and I have ten specific lessons that I want to share with you. Ten things that i i, I don 't want you to think that these are lessons that I have you know i I get it perfectly because I absolutely don't. But I am taking steps, and I am I am trying to implement these in my business, and I'm working very strongly on this right now. And I want you to take this seriously. Now, lesson number one. Lesson number one is this: when it comes to branding, be clear on what you stand for. I want you to notice something first. You know, when I read the the, the description from Wikipedia, they focused on visuals. I am not going to focus on visuals as yet. That's going to come later on. I'll I'll let you know it's coming. But that's not where I want you to start. I want you to start with what do you stand for? Now, when I think about Planet Fitness, and and I I didn't really think about Planet Fitness before I started going there, but now when I think about Planet Fitness, what comes to mind is a judgment-free zone. If you go to their um, their website and you read their mission statement, this is what you're going to see. We at Planet Fitness are here to provide a unique environment in which anyone, and we mean anyone, can be comfortable. A diverse, judgment-free zone where a lasting, active lifestyle can be built. This is what I think about. I think about the fact that I can go there, and not have to worry about who's looking at me and judging me. I think about the fact that it doesn't matter, you know, my shape; it doesn't matter my fitness level. I can go there and feel, as if, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm a, this 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 place is for me because there's no judgment. And by having that such a clear stand, uh, such a clear stance, so what that does is it creates distinction. It allows them to stand apart from every other gym. Yes, I could go to the number of gyms around the area, but it, 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 because I know that Planet Fitness is such a judgment-free zone, and you can debate that if you wish, <laughs> it makes me want to go there. So be clear on what you stand for. So the question for you is this. Do you have a clear stance for your blog? Like, is it really clear what you stand for? What is your message? When I think about my message, becomeablogger.com is where we are changing the world one blog at a time. That is what I stand for. Once again, I believe that we all have something to contribute to the world, and by creating a blog and putting it out there, we can have that positive impact on the world. What do you stand for? If you don't know what you stand for, I want to encourage you to listen to my episode on creating a simple vision for your blogging business. That's episode 227. Uh, so you can go to becomeablogger.com 227. And of course, I'll have links to that in the show notes for this episode. So tip number one, be clear on what you stand for. All right? Number one, be clear on what you stand for. Let's move on to tip number two. And this one, it follows directly from tip number one. Tip number two is be clear on who you're trying to attract. Be clear on who you're trying to attract. As you think about your blog, as you think about your business, as you think about what you're building online, be clear on who you you are trying to attract. You know, Planet Fitness started um, back in 1992. I did a little bit of research here. (laughs) 1992, and at the time, what the founders realized was that 12% of the American population belonged to a gym, 12%. So how much does that leave over? 88% 88% of people um, that don't go to gyms. And, and when they decided that, hey, we're going to start this new gym, and quite frankly, I'm going to call it a new movement, what they decided was to target people who felt like they didn't belong in a traditional gym. Um, people who, who were more likely to feel intimidated by other gyms. You know, when you go, yeah, I remember uh, when I was in college, we had a gym in the basement of the dorm, and I remember one day in particular where this guy, he came down um, to the gym and I was there working out and he was a very muscular guy. And he, he came and he went in front of the mirror and he started doing all these muscle poses and, and grunts and all these different <laughs> types of things. And everyone was kind of, you know, trying to work out, but kind of looking at him and... You could sense that there was a, hey, look at this guy. Oh, he's so muscular. And and sometimes you kind of look at yourself and like, man, I'm nowhere close to that. And there was this kind of an intimidation factor. Um, and whether or not that was what he was trying to, to, to portray, it is something that came over. right? And they saw that and they said, you know what, those are the people, the people that are going to be intimidated in gyms, the people that are going to feel as if they don't belong because of the supermodels and the bodybuilders that they see in there that is who they're gonna uh, target so my question for you is this how clear are you on who you are trying to t- attract and when I say how clear are you i'm talking i mean specific i want you to get really specific specific who is it that i am trying to reach um what about that uh person um stands out why is what i'm doing like uh, specifically who they are, what they're dealing with, what their struggles are. Maybe they might be intimidated in a gym. Maybe they might be struggling in their biology classes. Maybe it is that they are trying to build a business and they're a stay-at-home mom that has a specific type of skill set or whatever the case might be. Who specifically are you trying to attract? Be very clear on that. And once again, I got another episode for you if for some reason, you are not clear on who it is you are trying to attract. Becomeablogger.com slash 104. Episode 104, the title of that episode is How to Set a Firm Foundation for Your Blog. And that's one of the things that I talk about. How to find, how to determine your um, ideal target person. All right, so check that out. So tip number one, be clear on what you stand for. Tip number two, be clear on who you're trying to attract. And tip number three comes directly out of tip number one and two, and that is be clear on who you are not trying to attract. Be clear on who you are not trying to attract. And you know what, in many cases, who you're not trying to attract says much more about your brand than who you're actually trying to attract. Uh, so, so so when I went to Planet Fitness, this was actually kind of comical to me. Um, and I'll, uh, if if you come to the show notes for this episode, I will have uh, pictures of these different things that I'm talking about. But there was one thing that was above all of the barbells. It was a huge um, sign, not just a sign, but it had this thing that looked like an alarm on it. And it says, Lunk Alarm. <laughs> and it defines a lunk. And it says, a lunk is one who grunts, drops weights, or judges, and it gives an example. It says, Ricky is slamming his weights, wearing a bodybuilding tank top, and drinking out of a gallon water jug. What a lunk. (laughs) And when I saw that, I laughed. And this is what happens. If someone is in Planet Fitness and you know maybe maybe it's a, a very fit muscular person and they're lifting heavy weights and they're making these grunting sounds and they are the bodybuilding type and all that stuff, that is not their target person. And you remember we were clear on who they were trying to attract. We were clear on what they stood for, and if they notice someone doing that. One of the workers will turn off this lunk alarm and it'll make this kind of siren noise indicating, hey, this is something that we don't want here. Being clear on who you are not trying to attract is almost more important than who you're trying to attract because that, once again, helps... helps um create that distinction. Now, I know Planet Fitness has gone as far as turning people away because they looked too intimidating. Where in the which gym in the world does that? Planet Fitness does. And whether or not you agree with their stance and whether or not you think they take it too far, it's very interesting and informative to see how strongly they try to hold to their message. So my question for you is this, on this third point, are you clear on who you don't want to do business with? Is is that something you're, I mean, you know who you want to do business with, but are you clear on who you don't want to do business with? So for example, I, with my business, with Become a Blogger, my mission is to change the world one blog at a time. I am looking for people that want to have a positive impact on the world, and I'm looking to help them to build their blog and to grow their brands. I'm not looking for the the person that is, you know, going to be attracted to things like, Hey, make money online overnight. You know, it's zero to to, to ten thousand dollars in six days, and 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 all that good stuff. Um, I, that's not what I'm looking for. I am looking for people who really want to have that positive impact on the world. So as a result of that, that's going to impact my marketing. It's going to impact what I say in my podcast episodes. It's going Im- to impact everything I do in my blog. In my business, on my podcast, in my videos, in my social media interactions. So are you clear on who you are not trying to track, to attract? All right, let's move on to the next tip. Tip number, what number are we at? So that was one, two, three, four. Tip number four. And this is where this is where the action and the implementation happens. Be consistent in sharing your message. Be consistent in sharing your message. All right. Now, when I went to Planet Fitness and I, I, I'm walking around Planet Fitness all throughout the, all throughout the gym, you're going to see signs with messages that reinforce the message that uh, Planet Fitness is a judgment-free zone. You'll see their mission statement plastered on the wall and a large sign. There are multiple signs all over the place reinforcing that Um, that that, that, that consistent message. That is so important. Be consistent in sharing your message. So if my tagline is changing the world one blog at a time in everything I do, I want that to be felt. In my podcast episode, whenever I say becomeablogger.com, I say where we're changing the world one blog at a time. If you're creating videos, and your videos might be a tactical how to do XYZ, Are you re-emphasizing? Are you emphasizing your message, whether it's at the beginning or at the end of your video? Be consistent in sharing your message. By doing that in your blog posts, in your podcast episodes, in your videos, in the pictures you post on social media, regardless of the format in which people consume your content, you are strengthening your brand. So tip number four, be consistent in sharing your message. All right, now let's move on to tip number five. Tip number five is a huge one, especially in 2015, because you know what? If you're building a business in 2000, in 2015, you should be aiming to build a community. Once again, and thank you Gabe in in the chat for keeping me honest with the numbers. Number five, build a brand that's that's community focused. If you're building a business in 2015, this is something you can tweet. You should be aiming to build a community. Now, why do I say this? Because in 2015, what we're starting to see is that the businesses that are very effective today are businesses that don't necessarily make you feel as if you're being sold to. They don't necessarily, I mean, you you may be being sold to, but that's not how they make you feel. That's not their primary f- uh, focus. It's a business where people feel as if they belong. It's as if, you know, when someone comes to your blog, when someone comes to your blog, when someone interacts with you, um, they feel as if they are a part of this community. They feel as if they are a part of this movement. And that's exactly what I get from Planet Fitness. Um, you go through it and there are signs saying, you belong. I mean, it's such a simple statement. You belong. And there are machines. You see this big sign, you belong. And the people that are there make you feel as if you belong. If you're building a brand, if you're building a business in 2015, your aim should not just be to build a website. Your aim should not just be to build a blog. Your aim should be to build a community because when people feel as if they belong, they're, they no longer feel as if they're being sold to. Um, and, and, and in some ways, when they're purchasing something from you, it's as if they feel as if they're contributing to this community that they are a part of. And that, oh, I love it. Uh, Fusion Tourism is saying com- communepreneur. <laughs> I love that. You should coin that term if somebody isn't doing it already. Oh, man, that's that's awesome. You want to build something that's community-focused. So tip number five, thanks, Gabe, again, build a community. All right, now let's move on to tip number six. Tip number six is be consistent with your brand identity. Now, when you go to Planet Fitness, I don't know if any of you have been there, but there are two colors that always stand out, and those two colors are purple and yellow. They are nice and bright, um, and and. Everywhere you go, from the outside signs to the insides to the wrapping on the um the hand dryers, I was so amazed i was I was actually blown away I mean literally because you know I was using the hand blower, <laughs> but I was also blown away by the consistency all of their machines. you know you go to many gyms and they buy these equipment and they're usually black or black and white um and they put them there, and that's it. But Planet Fitness went to the extent of making everything consistent, the bathrooms, the tiling, the walls, the the signs, the the equipment, everything was consistent. Everything was wrapped with elements of their brand identity. That bright purple and yellow um, is everywhere. The fonts that they use are consistent. um, And that is very impressive. Now with your brand are you doing the same thing? Do you have a random logo and random images and random this and random that? This is something that I know that I have a little bit of a problem with because I have I think I have great images. I have great um, the different elements but there's, it, it's not tied together as well as I would like it to, do, to, to be and it's something that I'm going to be working on. Um, I am working on and we started by creating a branding template where we say these are the specific fonts that we're using and we have done that. We have specific colors that we're using. We're going to look at ways to be even more consistent with that. So tip number six be consistent with your brand identity. Tip number seven. I love this one. I love this one because as your as your blog grows, as your business grows. Um, Uh, You're not just going to be, you know, a lot of us, myself included, started with just one person. It's just me. I'm creating content. I'm posting to my blog. I'm doing the social media. I'm doing all these different things. But as we grow, we start to hopefully build a team. And this is what I've been doing over the last few years. And I hope my team, well, not I hope, we're planning to expand that team even more. I'm bringing on more people over the next few weeks. And uh, there's a lot more that I'm going to be doing and 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 that is the 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 big thing um, for point number seven. I had to look in the chat room to see what what number uh, Gabe would say that I'm at. Um, build a team that reinforces your brand. So this is this is something that I've been impressed. with. Uh, everything I'm saying, I've been impressed with. But when you go, when I go to the 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 the, the branch that I go to, the location that I go to for Planet Fitness, um, we, uh, the people that work there are people that that reinforce the brand. So you're not going there and seeing, like you see at many other gyms, these fitness models and bodybuilders and all that stuff that's working at the desk and they're showing you exactly how to do these things and walking around all lunky and so on. No, the people seem they just look like regular people, they kind of look like me, and that makes me feel like, you know what this is the right place for me and not only that they 're very warm and inviting and 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 that helps you to reinforce the idea of feeling welcome. it helps to reinforce the idea that you belong, and that to me. Is such a powerful thing. So when you start to build your team, when you start building and adding people, whether it's one person you're bringing into your team onto your team, or ten people that you're bringing onto your team, you want to make sure that your team members resonate with your message. You want to make sure that they reinforce your message because you know what they are representatives of your business. Makes sense, right? I think it does. Sweet. Then we can move on to tip number eight. Tip number 8 <laughs> when I saw this I was so confused. So my friend and I went to the gym one Monday and we walked in and we saw them bringing in pizza boxes. And I was I was kind of like why in the, why in the world would why why would they have pizza boxes? Um and at the end of our workout we went up to the people and we said, "Hey, what's the pizza about?" And they said, "Hey, you know, every, every the first Monday of every month is pizza day and we buy pizza and you can have pizza for free." Now, I don't know about you, but whenever I think about fitness, I pizza doesn't come to mind. <laughs> That's like the opposite of 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 fitness, right? I think about pizza when I think about ice cream and sitting down and watching TV not working out right. This was extremely strange to me. It made absolutely no sense to me unless you're thinking you know i 'm gonna eat this pizza and then work it off, but even then you're kind of counteracting you're counteracting what you 're trying to do you're counteracting the fact that you're trying to 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 get in shape. But then I started to think about it from a different perspective. And I started to realize that this is something that may be terrible for getting in shape, but it makes absolute, I mean, it makes perfect sense for what they're trying to do, for the environment that they're trying to build. The, 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 it's such a great no judgment um, statement. And where that's concerned, I I believe that it reinforces their brand. It seems strange to me. It, seem, it maybe seems strange to the rest of the fitness community but it wasn't for Planet Fitness. So tip number eight is, don't be afraid to do strange things if it reinforces your brand. Don't be afraid to do strange things if it reinforces your brand. Yo pickles, Chelsea in the chat room. Welcome, glad to have you here on this episode. I just love seeing people coming in and and she's even she is emphasizing that she says I'm always doing strange things. <laughs> I love it. So, as you're building your business, don't be afraid to do those things where Everybody else might be like, "Yeah, why in the world would you do that? But if it reinforces your brand, if it reinforces your message, do it. That'll help to provide even more distinction. All right, um, now we're going on to tip number nine. That means we, gotta, we only have two more tips. Oh, no, we're almost done. <laughs> tip number nine is this. Provide value and let that sell itself provide value and let that sell itself. As you're creating content, provide value. As you're recording your videos, provide value. As you're doing everything you're doing, provide value and let that sell itself. So when I first signed up for membership at Planet Fitness, I went with their basic membership. And I was happy with that. You get access to the entire gym, and 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 you can use all of the equipment and so on. But then I found out that they had what was called a black card. And um, the black card, if you have that card, it gives you access to special privileges. For example, you can use their massage chairs. You can use their um, uh, uh, hydro massage beds and their tanning beds. Of course, um, I'm going to be using their tanning beds a whole lot. Okay, maybe not. (laughs) I have have my permanent tan, so I'm not going to be using that. However, (laughs) anyhow, one day I went up to them and I asked them about it. And they, and the guy that was there simply said, oh, you want to try out the hydro massage? Go ahead and give it a try. That was it. So I went and I laid down on this hydro massage bed and I pressed the button and then it started to do some things to my body. And I was kind of like, what in the world? This is awesome. Seven minutes later... The massage was over. Eight minutes later, I was signing up for uh, uh, the black card, (laughs) which is their higher level membership because I felt like I got so much value laying down in that massage bed. I wanted more of that. I just wanted more. And here's the thing. They didn't have to sell me on it. They didn't have to sell me on it. They provided the value up front and just let me experience it. Let people experience the value of your brand. I'm going to say that again. Let people experience the value of your brand and that will sell itself. You don't have to be that pushy salesman. You just have to provide value. So that's tip number nine. Provide value and let that sell itself. And tip number 10. This is like, Taking it to the next level. This is kind of like putting icing on the cake, right? Um, icing on the cake. And that's this create brand terminology. Create brand terminology. Now, this is something that is so subtle, but it's so powerful. Now, if you're a member of Planet Fitness, you're going to understand the word gym intimidation. Um, in fact, it's a word that I use when I go to the gym with my my workout buddy, and he. I feel like he's pushing me too hard. I make a joke saying, "Hey, dude, you're intimidating me. I'm experiencing intimidation." In fact, one day I went and I reported him to one of the desk workers, letting them know that he was intimidating gym-timida- intimidating me. <laughs> and I know it sounds silly. They took the word "gym" and intimidation, they put it together, and they made a word. And and and. and and that is unique brand terminology. And what that does, here's, here's why it's so subtle, but it's so powerful. Because it can help to bring a community together. Yesterday we were in the gym and we were on the elliptical machines and we were going and going and going and going and going. And, the, and my partner was going a little faster than I was. And this guy came up and he pointed at us and he said, he won and he's gym-timidating. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and we laughed. But you know what? We had common terminology, and that helps to bring your community together, it helps to strengthen your brand. Now, how can you use that in your blog? You know, use words or even make up words that are unique to your blog, unique to your community, and what will happen as a result is that common language will help to strengthen the foundation of your blog. So, what are the 10 tips? Tip number one, let's go from the beginning. Be clear on what you stand for. Tip number two, be clear on who you are trying to attract. Tip number three, be clear on who you are not trying to attract. Tip number four, be consistent in sharing your message. Tip number five, build a brand that's community-focused. Tip number six, be consistent with your brand identity. Tip number seven, build a team that reinforces your brand. Tip number eight, don't be afraid to do strange things. Tip number nine, provide value and let that sell itself. And tip number 10, create brand Terminology, so I have a question for you as you listen to this episode, um, wherever you are in the world, come back to of course this episode, the show notes for this episode and answer this question: which one of these tips do you most reco- um, resonate with that 's question number one which one of these tips do you most resonate with and t- tip and question number two, which one do you need to work on? the most. I wanna hear your opinion. I want to hear your answer. So become a blogger.com slash two two, nine, episode 229, 10 blog branding lessons that I learned from Planet Fitness. I hope you got a ton of value from this. If you are with me on Blab.im, Blab. which is another reason why I would encourage you to come on over, it's because right after the episode, we're going to debrief. We're going to talk. I'm going to bring some people on and get some of their opinions, and that's going to be kind of like the after show, and that's going to be like some bonus material for just being on there. So I hope you got a ton of value from that. Um, and becomeablogger.com 229 for the show notes for the videos for, for, for the resources that I mentioned and all that good stuff and if you're not subscribed to this podcast I want to encourage you to go to becomeablogger.com podcast and you can find information about how you can subscribe how you can leave a review and all that good stuff and if you're trying to build a business start a blog where you can um, create content uh, inspire others and change the world while building your online business head on over to free bloggingvideos.com where you get my free course where I show you exactly how I've built my blog into successful online businesses how many others have done it and how you can do the same that's free blogging videos that's it for this episode it's Leslie Simon from becomeablogger.com changing the world one blog at a time and until next time take care and God bless 8888352414! 8, 8, 8, 8,